What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show, baby. Man, we got a story come out. It actually had me very upset, and I haven't been doing opinion pieces on news lately. But this one, I got to break the trend. I really do. And I have to say, if this motorcycle club don't kick out these people, something is wrong with your club. Now, here's a scenario. You know, old man, 81 years old, 81 years old, has a foot in the grave already. I don't, I don't care if this guy is cocksucking you to death. You don't freaking go over there and plow over an old man. You just don't do that. Take a look at this. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And here it is. You see, boom, right into him because the one guy was arguing with him. And, of course, there's video there. Look at him dragging him right there. 81 years old and everybody else is just standing around. And you got this one guy just pacing him. The other one looks like he's yelling at him. This guy could be having a heart attack, any of that kind of stuff. And he's still going, still going. This is 81 years old. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that. And you wonder why people have something against clubs, bikers in general. It's that right there. And like I said, if the club don't boot them, something's wrong with your club, man. Let's go into this and uh, check out the uh, story behind it. Let's put this up here. This out of WSAZ3, police are searching for a man accused in elderly man's assault. Portsmouth, Ohio, police have arrested two men and are searching for a third believed to be involved in the assault of an elderly man on June 29th. The assault happened around 8.40 p.m. and was caught on surveillance camera, according to the Portsmouth uh, uh, Police Department. When officers arrived on the scene, they found an 81-year-old man laying in the street. They let him just lie there and took off. That could have been your grandfather. A fa Come on, really? Jesus. I don't care if you support clubs, you don't. That's just nonsense. The victim was taken to the hospital where he was treated and underwent surgery for his injuries. The Ports uh, Month uh, police investigation determined three members of the Ports Month uh, Motorcycle Club caused the victim's injuries. An MC. Surveillance video shows the victim and three other men outside a restaurant. At one point, one man comes up to the elderly victim and pushes him to the ground using his chest. The three men left the elderly man injured lying in the street. And there's you a good pictures right there. And it goes on to say Justin White and Timothy Clifford are currently in the county jail facing obstruction charges. According to the police department, attempts to arrest Robert Lunsford 
have been unsuccessful. Lunsford is facing felony assault, aggravated assault, and obstruction of justice. There's the coward right there. Robert Lunsford pushing down a freaking elderly man. My God, what is this damn world coming to right now? Seriously, come on. Let's watch that again. Let's watch that again, shall we? Here we go. They're arguing, it looks like we're talking. Here the guy comes, bashes him over, and then he drags him onto the sidewalk, and they're just sitting there standing around, and it looks like the one guy's talking shit, and the other one's pacing around. They knew what they did, but they left them there any damn way. I'm sorry, man. Nobody right there can freaking stick up for that kind of nonsense, man. Really can't. Anyway, we're going to go to the Motorcycle Squad's Ride to Keep Residential School History Out of Shadows. Get rid of that stupid thing. Hailed by smoke bombs and the rhythmic beat of the leather skin hand drums, Motorcycle riders from across southern Ontario rolled into Niagara Sunday afternoon in an effort to bring attention to a painful legacy for many in Canada's history. About 120 riders from a handful of motorcycle clubs rolled up to the Niagara Regional Native Center in Niagara on the lake to boost awareness of the legacy of residential schools in a campaign called Ride for Justice, and it goes on uh, from the organizer, Justin Barrel. We created the ride to bring awareness, basically to help the supply, uh, what is it, the survivors. One of the volunteers was Jennifer Rager, a member of the Red Spirit Motorcycle Club. She said she feels a personal connection to more than 150,000 children who attended Indian residential schools and were subject to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission said amounted to cultural genocide. Now, they did have some pictures here. I want to show some pictures. Oh, there we go. There we go. There's some pictures. Uh, not a lot of them, but they're there. Uh, let's go back and, uh, I just got to talk about that for a minute. I really do, man. Is that what this world is really coming to right now is people are assaulting elderly, uh, men. Come on. That can't be where people's thinking is going. I'm sorry. It, it, it's just messed up. And I hope you feel the same way. Events. Let's go with some good news here. The Patriot Tour arrives Monday, July 17th, 2023 at 12 p.m. Fort Smith, Harley Davidson. And the Patriot Tour delivers the Patriot flag from Rock City. Uh, it, it's at uh, 6304 South 36th Street, Fort Smith, Arkansas. Again, that is the Patriot Tour. And that is the arriving at Fort Smith, the Patriot flag. Now going over to Mountains Music and Motorcycles, baby. 19th annual Mountains Music and Motorcycles, August 18th through the 20th, 
2023 looks like right in the Ozark mountains, man. Uh, let's see here. There's going to be a poker run there, food and merchandise vendors, uh, live music's going to be happening on Saturday night. Uh, also biker games and, uh, what is it? Contests are going to be held. That's a good biker rally right there. Good stuff right there. You're looking at, uh, let's see here. Mountains, music and motorcycles going overseas, man. It looks like the Austrian police siege drugs and a vast trove of weapons in a raid on a far right biker gang. They're calling it over there. Far right biker gang. And you can see some of the stuff right there. It looks like, like the 1700s uh, as far as that. Uh, Australian authorities said Thursday they have seized large amounts of drugs and vast arsenal of firearms in a raid on a far-right biker gang tied to organized crime. Boy, are they really rubbing that one in. Well, shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Police seized grenade launchers. Okay, well, <laughs> 35 rifles, 25 uh, submachine guns, 100 pistols, and more than 10,000 rounds of ammunition. And they also confiscated Nazi paraphernalia, such as Swazi flags, military uniforms, and helmets. Just sounded like the guy's a collector. Cocaine, five uh, kilograms of cannabis. Officials said the suspects were member of a branch of the Bandidos Biker Club that had been trying to gain a foothold in Austria. Uh, Austria. Tabloid Daily Crone reported that the raids were sparked by investigations from a 2022 discovery of ammunition and firearms in a vehicle belonging to a German man. Again, that is out of Austria. Holy cow, man. A, a, a rocket launcher, a grenade launcher. Holy cow. They get in serious over there. You know, but most of the pistols were like freaking uh, black powder type. Uh, just by the picture, looking at some of them, they're like ancient and stuff. But when you're in countries that don't allow you to have firearms, uh, you get you, you got to take what you can get. You got to take what you can get as far as firearms. So you better be happy that uh, you got your Second Amendment here. I don't know, man. I got to show this one again. You know what? You got to be sick as I am right here. Got to be sick. 81 years old. Jesus, man, where's everybody's morals nowadays? I guess nobody has any anymore. And you got to watch out everywhere you go nowadays because now even bikers are doing stupid crap like that. Oh, you expect that in New York or something or come on, really? We're going to be going to the second half of the show right now. If you heard the Supreme Court has, uh, struck down affirmative action when it comes to schools colleges all that good stuff and i think it's going to be a good debate over there with me and china now she'll probably rip my head off or something uh you to check out the live uh show link is in the description box to the channel it is madhouse radio over there on youtube listen on spotify to the whole show to the whole show, over an hour and 15 minutes long, 
Yeah, and it's a good one, man. Don't forget to become a member of the Throttle Club. Get that uh, extra content in Monday through Friday. Rock on. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rockin' metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of... But I wanted to talk about this subject, and that subject is the truth behind the outlaw biker life because I know damn well there's a lot of misconceptions out there, especially on the internet. And one thing as a creator I get to see all the time is these misconceptions playing out. A lot of times with a lot of ignorant comments and you have to say to yourself, are these people actually jealous that they're not in a club? Do they hate clubs because maybe they left the club and didn't like the way it went after they left it? Who knows? There might be a lot of motives to why some of these things are being said. And one of them things being said is outlaw bikers are nothing but criminals. Let's take that point right there. Let's take that point. Why do people say that? It's because they see stories, articles in the news and automatically assume everybody within that club is a criminal. That's one thing that, that the government has always done right to get their side out is put the propaganda out there. So people, the more they hear it, the more they believe it. And that's been happening ever since Hollister. Let's just be honest. That's how far back the propaganda that law enforcement, the government has been putting out against bikers. It's truly sad. It really is. It's truly sad that people actually 100% believe in this type of stuff. It's gotten even more ridiculous with these LEMC clubs and their associations that they claim as a rival to NCOM, which a lot of people even get that wrong with NCOM. NCOM is not there to sit and work problems out between clubs. NCOM is a biker rights type organization. They work for your rights. 
they help you. But the misconception is if they sit at a table and work problems out, that's just not the way that works. But the law enforcement, they have the law-abiding uh, motorcycle associate, whatever the hell it is, like I care. But they also start bringing in the clubs like uh, Iron Legacy or Iron Vikings, whatever the hell it is, which in turn brings their propaganda to the forefront into a lot of people's minds. Now, do I admit a lot of the news stories hurt clubs? Yeah, it does. And it's sad that the clubs don't put their side of the story out because they still think it's 1950 where you don't talk to the press, where that's a flawed type of thinking because we're it's all technology now. Hell, most clubs now recruit on the internet. I bet you didn't even know that. They might not do it openly, but what they're doing by a lot of their members with their colors online is getting interest from people, riding them, and then it turns into, okay, can you hang around? You want to, you know, then you go to probate, which is the right way to do it. You should use technology to your advantage. If you got it, use it. But still, that might get the initial, the initial, how can I say it? Interest in your club. But you still got to go through all the processes, and I don't see nothing wrong with that. Again, I see major clubs doing that shit. You know, for those that don't think that's happening, you're really ignorant. And I'm just being blunt. You're really ignorant to think that nobody's recruiting on the Internet. Now, for the old timers, it's something that's like, what the hell's going on here? But for the new your new generation, that's all they know. Hell, I've been one of them guys. What the hell are you doing putting your colors on the freaking internet? Well, times have changed. This is now the town square where everybody goes. And if used right, you got to use it right, not just like, okay, we'll sell you a patch and patch somebody in. That's not the right way of doing it. Okay, you got interest. Okay, you contacted us via the internet. Come to an open house. Come to a party. That's where it all should start out. But the law abiding association, there it is, gets all these, you even got punishers, you know, you got a range of people that started in cop clubs like the punishers. And now it used to be at one time they only accepted cops, but now it's open to the public. That's how they're winning. And then they go trash talk, one percenters, outlaw clubs. They trash them. And the people start buying into that. There's one thing in advertising that you should learn. The more you play it, the more it gets embedded in people's minds. That's how propaganda works. The more you hear it, the more you start believing in it. Now, what's the truth between uh, with the outlaw biker life? 
Well, the truth is you don't have to be a criminal. The truth is the majority of people in clubs work very hard to put food on the table for their kids, for their family, pay the bills, just like everything, everybody else. The only difference is they live life the way they want to live it. They're not going to sit here and conform to what society thinks they should be. That's not freedom. Just like a lot of this internet stuff where you have to conform to some rules and able to be on their platform. Well, yeah, it's their platform and you better abide by their rules or you get kicked off. But that's the mind think that I'm talking about. The mind think where, well, they say you got to do this, so we might as well. I don't buy into that kind of stuff. And a lot of other outlaw bikers won't. That's the truth. Do you got people that have a hustle? You're damn right. That's what it is. It's not cookies and ice cream. This ain't the Boy Scouts. It's life. And in life, people do what they got to do to survive. And can you blame them in this economy? But the problem with that is they entrapped the whole MC into that way of, you know, people thinking what they are when they're really not. I encourage people to go and check out all the comments on the comment uh, section of the videos. You get a lot of them where they say, well, they're criminals. Okay, what are you basing it on other than cop propaganda? What are you basing that on as far as the government propaganda? It's like you don't think for yourselves. And that's why you'll never truly be dedicated to this lifestyle. It used to be not only, you know, club guys, but regular independent bikers wouldn't buy into the shit. They wouldn't buy somebody pushing crap to them. They would question it. They would question why or what. That's what they do. And truly, that is living the outlaw biker life right there, man. It truly, it's living life on your own terms. But when it comes to MCs, there's a lot of propaganda out there. You don't know. When you hear stuff covered in biker news, it's individuals. You don't see these big drug cartels like they always try to push on you. Because you know what? I know this for sure. A lot of guys can't even afford their club dues. But they're supposed to be gangster. A lot of these guys can't afford club dues or afford to go on runs. But they're there. They put the brotherhood into it. They put their blood, sweat, and tears into it.
but that doesn't mean they're a freaking gangster. And that's why a lot of people get upset with the term motorcycle gang. Because they don't want to be lumped in with all that crap if they're not doing it. And yeah, you do have some chapters or charters over the past that have, you know, got busted with Rico. But again, do more research. Do more research before you just believe anything and everything. I remember that deal with the Vagos in Las Vegas. They all stood together and all the charges were dropped because of a liar. But at the same time in that video, you had people, well, they're just a criminal gang. Well, it, obviously not. They just beat a Rico charge, which is one of the hardest things to do. But you have to ask yourself, is it because you're jealous or is it because, because another one is, well, you know, how is that freedom if you're following all these rules? Well, then maybe it's not for you. But you're going out there with an attitude bashing others. And you know what? The Internet has allowed that kind of stuff to happen. It really has. Because everybody speaks their mind on the computer. And then when it comes in person, we all know that don't happen. I always say, if you have a bitch, then say it. Don't sit here and hold back. You know, that's one. You know what? I think I incorporated that into my interview style. Yes, I want people to get their opinions out, but at the same time, challenge them. Challenge them to see if there is any bullshit out there. See, I got a different style interview or interview style than a lot of these people do. Because I'm not going to softball questions at you. If you truly believe in what you're talking about, then be honest about it. And then you won't ever have a problem with the interviews that I do. So going back to the truth before I go all out and freaking get off topic here, I think it comes down to don't believe what others are saying. Outlaw bikers and clubs and stuff like that are just normal human beings, normal citizens of this country that go to work and work hard. And yes, they're going to get pissed off when you put them in the spear, if you will, of being a gang member. Because here you got some guy that can't pay his bills but as a part of a club and still goes to work and works hard and you're calling them a gang member. Just think about that. Calling somebody a gang member because they're in a club. But God forbid you guys wouldn't do that against cops. Hell no, you won't do it. I've shown stuff where cops have actually got busted for doing the same stuff that a biker might have got hit with, but you don't call them a gang. Think about that and think about it hard. You're crazy if you can't see 
that the propaganda is being pushed on you. And that's the truth about outlaw biker life. I'm not a criminal. A lot of other people ain't criminals. You don't have to be a criminal to be in a club. You don't have to make your bones, as they say in clubs. You don't have to do that kind of crap. So don't let anybody feed you that line. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show with China Dow right now. Okay, the link is in the description box of this video. And this, uh, you know, we can't go live on Spotify yet, but we go through the radio. You can listen to the live section on MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Just hit listen now. Or you can go over on YouTube over at the Madhouse Show. The link is in the description.
taking flights. Life on the edge is the way that Yogi light. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Finally, it's Friday. China Dow got a front row seat last night. I guess some she got to see what a DUI looks like in person as far as the testing is concerned. <sighs> and here I am. Yeah, lock that bitch up. I cannot stand DUIs. Oh, man. So g- give me the lowdown on what happened here. <laughs> Let's just say this female cannot pass a sobriety test with her eyes open, let alone closed. She was that messed up. Well, you know, we have all those river bugs, of course, you know, because we're by the river and it's very bright at a gas station at nighttime. Right. So she pulls her over right by a gas pump. So the girl gets they She asks her to get out. And, uh, she trying to do the follow your finger thing. And the whole time she's trying to act like she's waving bugs away from her face. Right. And she's like, and of course my, I gotta be outside. I got to eavesdrop. Right. Oh yeah. That's the China Dow way. If you don't know China Dow, this bitch (laughs) loves drama. She can sit here and tell you all she wants. That she doesn't like drama. I didn't get involved. She is the <laughs> first one there. The first one there. When you got two SUV cops pulled over and <clears throat> pull over this little tiny red car. Okay, it, don't tell me on. about just one incident. Me, I know you. All right. You well, jump right into it. Let's just continue with this one because okay, she all okay. You know, telling her to follow her finger, and she explained it to her like a dozen times, and the girl kept turning her whole entire head. Uh. Then she goes, "Can we do this? Um, I don't know, someplace where there's not a lot of bugs." (laughs) No, bitch, you're over here doing a sobriety test. So, the officer actually moved her over towards by where I park my car. So they're literally right next to my car. Uh-huh. And she had to do the heel toe. Girl fell. She actually fell. She fell. And then it ends up that she's in the back of the car. Yeah. And then I'm watching the cops like basically, you know, go through her whole entire car. I can't believe what, what do you think they're looking for? Drugs, dummy. Well, and when she's doing the heel toe walk, you know, because I've never heard the explanation on how to how they do this before till yesterday. Well, you got to, you know, tap your heel to your toe and they say go nine steps forward, do a very small turn, like keeping your feet close together to turn. And she demonstrated it three times to this girl. Then you do the nine steps back. Well, she gets to go to the turn. She did the nine steps, not straight. Goes and does the turn, and she falls. <laughs> You're right, crazy. China Doll's a drama queen, okay? She <laughs> is. You know, she might not get involved, but she damn, does she want to listen? Well, you know, I had to. That's actually the first time I've ever witnessed a sobriety test. And she busted them real good. See, 
You get no quarters with me when it comes to DUI. You get none. I have no feeling whatsoever for you. If you're driving drunk or high or whatever like that, because usually it's the drunks that kill everybody. So no quarter, no sympathy. I don't care what's going on in your life, how bad life's treating you. I don't care. That doesn't allow you to get behind a wheel. No. And it doesn't allow you to get behind the bars on the bike. Well, and lucky for me, she was heading this direction and not coming from this direction. Because uh-huh. they did ask me whether or not she was in the gas station. I said no. Uh-huh. Because she wasn't. So. Well, I guess at least that worked out and stuff well, like that. I guess if they did, if she was, they would want video to t- tape to see her, how she was in the store. Uh, uh-huh. but yeah, she wasn't in there. Lucky for me. <laughs> My God, the liberals are going absolutely fucking insane right now. Why? Every damn liberal outlet, the mainstream media, you know, they suck dick. When it comes to the Democrats, they just get on their knees and say, come on my face. That's what the media does. Ew. And <laughs> the Supreme Court yesterday, mm-hmm. and I know this is going to be a hot topic here, said, nope, no more of this affirmative action bullshit when it comes to college admissions. Now, if you don't know what affirmative action is. Blacks, Hispanics, minorities, they're supposed to get the, how can I say it? They can get in just by their skin colors over anybody else. Yeah. And I have never thought that was right. It should be based on your abilities. Each individual abilities. Don't you agree? I 100% agree. Like when you're going into college, you know, you should be based on your academic record and extracurricular activity or whatever, and not based on the color of your skin. Like, why do you have to, even applying to college, they have the section where you have to fill out your race. And I would, uh, you know what? I prefer not to answer or I don't want to answer. Yeah, normally there's a sec, there's a bubble you can, you know. And they're already, they're doing this stuff in jobs as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even stupid questionnaires, online questionnaires, they'll ask you your sex it's like and your, and your race. The one reason why this country has always been on top when it comes to, well, it actually ain't anymore. You shit, the Japanese are better. Uh, as far as mathematics and science and stuff. One reason why it's always been like that is because we choose the best of the best. It was never based on race. And once you start doing like that, you go back into the dark ages. But I just seen how the mainstream media was losing their minds. Well, this is going to set us back on race relations. No, what's going on is you assholes know damn well you're dividing people. They know it. They want it. 
the problem with people is they like being puppets. They don't want to think for themselves. They want a government to tell them what to do. And when this broke loose about the affirmative action being struck down, they did. They went fucking ballistic, the media. And right there, it showed their bias. They didn't cover both sides of it. No. They got on their knees and told the Democrats, go ahead and blow on me. That's why nobody can stand Democrats anymore. Nobody can stand them. Hell, Robert Kennedy Jr. is running for president right now. He is a true Kennedy Democrat, a moderate, where they actually had some common sense and fucking brains. And they're going after him. Won't give the dude a fair shake. They're all tied into each other. Do you got that article that I sent you about the college admissions? Yeah. Read some of that. The Supreme Court ruled against the use of race in college admission in two separate opinions on Thursday. Decisions that overturn decades of precedent stand to set off a system. Systematic. Systematic. Dude, you hooked on Phonics Hollywoodism today. Shifts in higher education and likely mean less enrollment in elite schools for black and Hispanic students. So you talk about elite schools. They're talking about like Harvard, Harvard, mm -hmm. Yale, uh, UNC. Should it be right, say, and then I believe Asians brought this suit. And Asians are smart as fuck. Mm -hmm. Those are the people I want to say, get us the Mars or to build a new technology. I want smart peoples. I don't want dumb fucks. I don't care if you grew up in the ghetto on the south side of Chicago. And you, you know what? If you're smart, you get the position or you get in. But, you know, for these colleges to say no to the people that are actually qualified to get in there, that brings us down as a country. Nobody should have special privileges over somebody else. It should be on ability. It's just like these morons that this administration hired because of the race. It should be a viability. Go ahead. Because Harvard and University of North Carolina's admission program lacks sufficiently focused and measurable objectives warranting the use of race. Unavoidable employ, un unavoidably employ race in a negative manner involve racial stereotyping and lack meaningful points. Those admission programs cannot be reconciled with the guarantee of equal protection clause. Yeah, the equal protection clause. If you don't know what it is, go look that up. A lot of it has to deal with the 14th Amendment, too. And, you know, there are more than just, uh, you know, the first and second amendments. The Fourth Amendment's very important when it comes to search and seizures. And the cops try to float that shit all the time. 
But uh, let's say, now let's say that you're an Asian. And, okay, no, 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 no. Okay. Our daughter. What about her? Big grade point average. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. And me. I'm a minority. I had what? A 1.2 or a 1.9? Yeah. Now, should I have priority over her to get into college? In my opinion? Because of my race. No. That's the kind of stuff that happens here. There is... I had no none... None. I don't think it should matter what the color of your skin is as far as a college. If you have a 4.0 GPA, I think most colleges would want you. Exactly. But I had no reason to be accepted into that kind of school. I had no business going to it because I was stupid. (laughs) At least you admit it. (laughs) I admit it all the time. I was a stupid fuck. Well, you were the one that was out of school more than at school. But if I was a minority, I would be accepted because of this affirmative action crap. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. I hear some colleges get a kickback from the government based on quotas for having specific races at their colleges. Me, it's, you know, it's systematic bribery right there. Why wouldn't a college do that? But one thing that I don't understand about these colleges like Yale, Princeton, Harvard, is there are, they get, millions in from their alumni alumni that's what i call them alumni i call them alumni (laughs) why should we be paying student aid to them people why don't the colleges pay for it you know that's the problem we got in this system with me and i might be a liberal uh, socialist on this one But I believe every kid should be able to go to at least a community college for free. Well, you know, what's funny is when you just brought up that, you know, back when our daughter was in high school. That is not, not one time. No. Go ahead. They, uh, our daughter went through all kinds of scholarships. Like there was pages upon pages upon pages of scholarships that students can apply for when they go to college. Mm. Majority of the scholarships that are out there, at least when she was, this was eight years ago, were for African-American, Alaskan, uh, let's see, Hispanic, and those of the uh, Native American. Do you believe it's the government that's actually causing all the race problems? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because we're puppets, I, and people don't yeah. understand we're puppets. You know, the government they're supposed to do for you know the people, 
and I think they're not. By the way, the Beat Can podcast is coming up right after this show. We got uh, Danny Delo, we got Mike Ball, China Dow, and myself going to be coming on. Uh, Mike Ball's been uh, the whipping boy lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got to be nice to the little baby. Well, that you know, that's because you know he opens his mouth sometimes, and it don't insert uh, artificial leg. You know, <laughs> you, you know, got to put that artificial leg in the Hopefully mouth. Hopefully, he's got a clean pamper on this morning. There you go, man. I gaslit him the other day. Oh my god, you were bad. It happened. That was terrible. It was. Uh, and most big name colleges got to be legacy or support from the alumni. The alumni. I say it my way, you say it your way. Okay, my way is the correct way, but we'll just move forward. I guess, man. All right. You know, the one thing about Yale is how many presidents they pushed out, how many senators they pushed out. You know, they got that uh, fraternity called the Bones. Mm -hmm. They do all weird shit. I wonder if they're bending each other over in there. Ew. They're giving their friend a bone. Uh-huh. A bone of their own. Now, let's say you come out of college uh -huh. with a 4.0 and you're smart as fuck. Mm -hmm. And somebody else gets a job over you that ain't smart as fuck or qualified. That's sad. I think that's reverse discrimination. If you're going in, if you're going into the field, you just spent all that time at school at and you got a 4.0. I think you should be the first one that people would want in their field. You know, that's why I complain about your business all the time. My, mine? Yes, you, the one oh, you're in. Okay. I complain about it all the time. Here's a guy who has like, what, 50 freaking stores? Yes. And he has an oil. Uh, he does. He provides his own oil and shit, the gas. Yeah. And it's a multi-million dollar corporation. Yeah. Why in the fuck would he put people that are not qualified in management like store managers? I would not know. You know, I get you got to promote within. Right. Well, a lot of times they don't, but they try to stay from promoting within. They That's their. And that's fine. Thing. But these people ain't qualified to run a freaking diaper on a baby. No. No. So no. why would I want that kind of person running my business? Well, you would hope they wouldn't. But the problem is, is because of the chain of command in a lot of those corporations, the the highest up never knows the details. A lot of these that are in your thing and management don't know how to run P&Ls. No. They don't know how to boost sales. No. And it's like, why should I have somebody there that don't know this kind of stuff? Well, you would hope they would. You also would hope that you have somebody that's in charge that is uh, a people person. <laughs> well, no, you know, that's, you know, that's one aspect that you have to do. But if they don't know how to read a fucking P&L, mm. that's wrong or how to affect a P&L. And that's what I don't understand about them type of businesses. And uh, me and you talk about this all the time. Yeah. 
Well, that's just like, you know, yeah, we get promotions that come in from corporate. They'll send us like stupid promotions, like candy promotions or pop tarts or chips or whatever. Right. They send us these promotions. But the thing is, is majority of the stores won't even promote that product. Mm -hmm. Like I know we got a few in Wednesday and two of them, the promotional units because they're just some cardboard things, ended up in the dumpster, and they just put everything in back stock, all the products. So they're not making extra money. So they're not promoting what is on sale, like two candy bars for three bucks. Mm -hmm. They're not promoting it because the store manager was too well, lazy to put that Let's up. take this a step further. You got Bud Light. Yeah, you got them woke freaking uh, vice president that came out bashing. They don't like they need more than just the good old boys to drink their product. She was clueless. And look what happened there. The brand's dead. Pretty much. It only takes one idiot. With this woke bullshit to kill something. Well, they actually have to, uh, we haven't sold, we, I mean, we've sold a few, but not as much as we used to for Bud Light, 15 packs and 24 packs that they actually have to, when they deliver, I'm sure they're delivering right now. As a matter of fact, they have to pull all of our Bud Light because the cases in the 15s that we have expired. Nobody wants to buy that because no one wants to purchase it, so they have to. But it took it. one woke idiot to kill yeah, a company to kill it, and that could happen with any company if you hire based on race. Because if they're not qualified, they ain't fucking qualified. You cannot sit there and throw all kinds of excuses. Oh, I came from a bad neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. My food stand. You can't do that in a business. Well, you think with a corporation like that, that they would have a board that they would actually have discussions and vote on whether or not to have someone as a spokesperson mm. for their company and do the do's and don'ts and the pros and the cons of what would happen if we use this person or what would happen if we don't. See, I the mean, Democrats overplayed their fucking hand. They thought that these groomers, that was an issue that nobody would care about. And then they tried the race angle with it. And now everybody's like, go fuck yourself. So now what are they trying to do? Are they trying to get back to the old ways by getting Harley Davidson to promote their beer? Oh, my God. With the Bud Light, I was so pissed at Harley. All our 24 packs have the Harley symbol. And it them. still didn't sell. No, they're still just sitting there. But, you know, a lot of people get upset with me when I do discuss these issues. And the reason why they get upset is because they're cowards. They're punks. They're bitches. That are too scared to talk about it for real. They're feeling it. But they won't talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's just like everybody that talks about race. They predicate it by, well, I don't care what color or race you are. But same thing with that other shit. Well, I don't care what you do in your bedroom. 
but, but no, there's no but. What's right is right. What's wrong was wrong. And that's one thing I always believed in. I don't like buts. I like it straight out. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing in this country now is a bunch of sheeple. These people can actually lead to some serious consequences. You know, we had Robert Kennedy. He was doing a town hall. And you know how all the Democrats are. Oh, we got to keep sending our billions of dollars to Ukraine. We got to beat them Russians. That war could have been avoided, just like he said. When the fall of the Soviet Union with Gorbachev, and Bush, they agreed NATO wouldn't move further east. The lines would be where they were, and that was it. See, Russians are very freaking uh, protective of their borders, and should be. They got invaded by the Germans, and millions of people fucking died. So now they don't want nobody on their borders that they consider a threat, and NATO is considered a threat. That war in Ukraine didn't need to happen because the only terms were you're not freaking bringing Ukraine into NATO. But this is what these people are doing. And it's sickening. It it, it, it truly is. It's sickening. Go ahead, read more. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> At the same time, nothing prohibits universities from considering an applicant's uh, discussion of how race affected the applicant's life, so long as the discussion is concretely tied to a quality of character or unique ability that the particular applicant can contribute to the university. Many universities have for too long wrongly concluded that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges bested, not challenges best, skills built or lessons learned, but by the color of their skin. And the Supreme Court's given it straight up at them. Straight up. And I think that's fine. And then you have these uh, Democrats coming out and saying, well, you know, the court's not legitimate and blah, blah. It's not legitimate because you can't control it. It ain't going your way because everything that they do is unconstitutional, these fucking Democrats. And that's straight up. Everything they try to do is authoritarian dictatorship. And they're being stopped. That's why there's checks and balances with this government. That's why we're not like other countries, because we got checks and balances. But I still, you know what? It is so unreal that this lasted as long as it did this uh, affirmative action. I think the country suffered. Look how your places suffer. When you don't have people that know how to run a business, you got employee turnover, you got low sales, you got high inventory losses Mm -hmm. because people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, and it amazes me because like in the five years I've been there, it's like every year 
you're seeing less and less and less people coming in, mm-hmm. which is making it for a very long shift. But it's I think a lot of it has to do with how management is running their store and how the store is looks as a whole and what's on the shelves and what's not on the shelves. Like if it's popular items and management, which ain't me, is management is not keeping those items in stock. How are you going to keep the business? Exactly. I think even though it's a gas station, you need to have some kind of business sense. And I complain about that all the time. Yeah. When you have a high employee turnover, it's time there's a problem because customers get bonded with the employees. Yep. And if they see that turnover, then they're like, I'm just going to go somewhere else. Just going to go somewhere else. Yeah, there's been such a high turnover. It's like, I can't even, I can't keep track on two hands how many people that I've seen come and go in the time that I've been there. Well, you know, that's just like all these holidays that they put out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Black History Month, you got Native America Month, all that kind of crap. Where's the white boy month? We are the ones that crossed the damn sea. We are the ones that propped up the society. Where's our holiday? No, that's racist. And like I said the other day, Jesus Christ, you got white people going around and saying how bad white people are. It's like, go get some shoe polish then. Jesus Christ. Are you on a soapbox this morning? I am because it makes me sick. Because it could happen to my daughters. It could happen to my son. And that ain't right. They put in such hard work only to get knocked off by affirmative action. The This victim mentality. Do you think people are victims? Do I think people make themselves victims? Very well said. I mean, and what you just said about, you know, things that can affect, like our daughter was actually up for the running when she was in high school for valedictorian. Mm -hmm. She got same GPA as the actual valedictorian, but the valedictorian was Oriental. So how did that make you feel? She getting bumped off. I was like, really? Why don't you just have two? If there's two people going, if there's two people up for it, why not have both? Well, that's just like you women. I don't get you women. What? Well, here's what it was an oriental male. And okay, no, she's no, no, a no. white female. I don't get you women. <laughs> what? Why in the fuck are you not out there screaming? Bitching, yelling. About them not knowing what sex you are. What a woman is. Yeah, I'm asking. You mean us birthing people? Yeah, you birthing people. Because <laughs> that's what we're called now, I guess. Why ain't you out there? Because, you know, well, you got to have more than one person to make noise. Well, you do. 
you know, all these supposed feminine groups, they're not doing shit right now. Nope. Not a thing. Mm -mm. I think people are sitting on their laurels now. People just don't want to get involved. Mm -mm. And that allows the puppet masters to do whatever they want. Which is what they do. And I just find that real sickening. I do. Because that's what's going to destroy this country. It's already halfway there. You sure to hell don't have the Chinese or Russians out there saying, hey, we got to, you know, recruit this many dudes who dress, put, you know, get into a dress. Come on. Well, that's just like the thing that was in town here Monday night. Oh, it's getting to be hell over here, man. <laughs> You know, we had the lovely little tiny gay pride parade and then went to the the board meeting for our our public library here. And they voted four to two to have the uh, drag queen doing a and a at the library in July for kids ages, you know, sixth grade to 12th grade. There don't need to be an old Q&A. Well, they, you're trying to make it uh, acceptable for a guy to dress in, a, you know, get into a dress. So the talk of the town now is how many people are going to be blocking the entrances to the library on that day in question to make sure no one enters. Now, my question would be, are the cops going to allow it? Are the cops going to say, hey, back off, let people in? I have no clue. Or. What you'll be able to see the type of parent people are if they bring their kids in there. Well, I do have one of the entrances to that library right at in, in our parking lot <laughs> at work. So I'm going to. But be do you know what I mean? That'll tell you what kind of parent it is. Yeah. Because I've always said it was child abuse. You let your kids around that—that's child abuse. You know, usually I'm funny about this type of stuff, but I think it's a serious subject. Mm -hmm. You know, affirmative action and this is very important. Because not only does it affect your families, but it affects the country as a whole. Because let's just admit, we got pretty stupid over the last century or two. Or not century, but uh, last couple decades, we got stupid. I mean, a sixth grade kid... And a drag queen. What is the kid going to ask? Why are you dressed as a girl? And now the whole new thing is they're pushing it out as an art form. Oh, that's art. Bullshit. Get out of here with that. It ain't no damn art form. You're dressed like a chick. Well, I'm just expressing myself. Well, express itself in your freaking bedroom with your boyfriend. Play dress up there. You know, I like earlier in the program, there was video of three bikers. One got in this 81 years old. And he pushes them down the fuck is wrong with you and then you got actual people on the internet right now well if he was talking shit there is no age shut the fuck up 
you fucking morons. You don't push an 81-year-old man down. I don't care if he's cocksuckering you to death. I don't care if he's motherfucking you to death. You don't push him down. The fuck is wrong with you? I never thought I'd see a biker do that. Did you? No, not never. Never did. Never did. Uh, that's shocking. That's just like, uh, I think Mike Ball sent a video to us yesterday. Uh, this guy goes up and sucker punches this old man. Little did he know, the old man whooped his ass. I was like, damn, yeah. Well, that's cool. Ass. But at the same time, I'm talking about this incident. About morality. About what the hell has happened. Morals have gone down the toilet. And you never thought you would see that out of a biker. I think that, and you know what, everybody, how do you know they're, the fucking patch is right on his back, you idiots. See, that's how little people actually look at stuff. They rather talk shit than actually look at the incident. Mm -hmm. It's right on their fucking back. Sad. And you got people making excuses for them. Well, we don't know what led up. Shut the fuck up. I don't care if he's motherfucking you. I don't care if he's calling your mother a whore. You don't hit him. You don't push him. You know, they, they, get in, they get up in age. They get a little senile. They get stupid. You leave him alone. Just ignore it. Walk away. And it ended up where he had to have surgeries, and I bet it was his hip. Probably. And the defense that they're probably going to take is, well, you know, he was doing this or that. They don't, they're not going to take responsibility for what they did. No. Mm -mm. And that right there made us all look bad. That kind of incident is why they believe the media when they say motorcycle gang. That kind of incident is why. Or, you know, having a couple grenade launchers getting busted. Come on. What the fuck you need grenade launchers for? I don't know, man. But this is a subject that's going to be debated a long, long time. What do we got coming up in the news, man? You got uh, some stupid stuff I heard. Yeah, I got I got I got one stupid one and <clears throat> I've got a bad one, a hero and a stupid idiot. Which one you want? First? You really come up with some good stuff. Take some comments, though, real quick right now. Okay. And then we'll go to the news. Uh, Marianne, I w and this is for China, though. I was raised in bike in biker community. I have never seen a biker assault an old person. It's shocking. It is shocking, and it's pathetic, and it never should have happened. You know, it's like he he's 80 something years old. It, I, don't, I don't care if he gave you a finger. I don't care. Well, what like he, I said, I don't care if he was motherfucking you. I, I don't care what he did, but you need to just it, leave him alone. Walk away. Sometimes you got to learn. I think it was the Billy when badass I, in yourself needs to just calm it down and walk away from somebody like that. Because when I broke the story. I was I was furious last night. And then, of course, everybody copies and all that bullshit. But I just was watching the comments 
was like, what kind of bulls are you? And I like what Nelson said. The belief that there is no right or wrong leads to a world where folks can't define what a woman is. We allowed our kids to be infected with this nonsense, and I truly believe that. We allowed it to happen. A woman on TikTok said she is going back in the closet. Uh, Rattlesnake, we need to reinstate the tree line, my fellow ton uh, tavern tab runners. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Uh, pick, just pick one. Pick one. The stupid one, I think. You want the stupid one first? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, I just you just a woman convinced or a woman is convicted of throwing a Molotov cocktail into a Southern California bank after becoming angry over having to wait in line for a teller. Mm -hmm. She was sentenced for two years on Tuesday. (laughs) So this lady, Tareen, 35, threw a firebomb into the bank. Following a dispute with the bank manager. Maybe she, she didn't, you know, she <laughs> maybe uh, her account balance or something was off. <laughs> maybe it was in the negative. No, she threatened to blow up the facility after arguing with the manager and later returned with the follow through of her threat. She pled guilty to unlawful possession of firearm and destructive device according to the news release i don't know maybe she should have went over to austria and borrowed the grenade launcher from the banditos maybe i'm just saying i mean that's possible it would have been easier that's possible so she went into the bank and it was bank of america and she demanded to be helped by another teller because she had been waiting way too long in line uh-huh So the bank manager, she told her that she would have to keep waiting. So the lady started using profound language and threatening she's going to blow this bitch up. (laughs) (laughs) All because she had to wait in line. Ain't that terrible? And that goes towards... Girl, there's things called ATMs. Just saying. (laughs) You know what? I'm thinking I've been planning a show at nighttime on the radio only. So I can really get raw and really talk. Do it. Uh, I, I I'm looking into a day a night during the week over on motorcyclemadhouse.com where I can just go. So you could just rant. Not rant, but go, man. Like say it as it is. You want to know what shock jock and dark dark humor is. <laughs> right there on the radio. Maybe that's why well no, Howard Stern became a pussy. But uh, maybe that's why he went to serious XM, but he became a pussy. But uh, so standing in line nowadays gives you the right to be an asshole. Standing in line too long, I guess, tells you you can go ahead and blow up, blow up the business where you're waiting in line. (laughs) Now, I admit I get a a bank. There are freaking most banks have an ATM inside the building and a drive through. Yeah, that way you don't have to wait. So why she did not just go to the ATM? Plus, you can go anywhere for an ATM. Why? Like you said, stupid people. Stupid is as stupid does. I guess that's true. So this woman, she, uh, she, they guess what they found in this woman's car? 
They found a gym bag containing four packs of glass bottles with tissue paper inserted inside of them. Molotov cocktails. A can of lighter fluid and a five-gallon can of gasoline. Oh, she was planning on throwing more than just the one. Uh, no, the question is, what the hell is uh, all that stuff doing there? Why she got it? She gonna go burn trunk. banks around? She gonna go hit the next one that she got to wait in line at? You know, that's one thing about the uh, I don't understand about bank robbers. You don't get nothing out of the banks. Mm-mm. There's not no real money in the banks, but you go in there and try to rob the shit. And you get like, say you get $20,000. Was that worth the robbery? No. If you're going to go do it, do it with a freaking depository or something like that, where there's real money. Go where the big money's at. No shit. (laughs) You don't sit there and, uh, no, you stupid. Well, that's just like, I don't understand why people rob gas stations for a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks or in our case when we got robbed, twenty three dollars. <laughs> That's because you got stupid people. They don't think big, they don't think long term. You got stupid people. I mean, it's just stupid. It's like let's go rob the gas station and get a hundred dollars. And I do believe, Dwayne, that there needs to be a public apology on their behalf. Uh, pushing that old man down. And one thing I do know is if that club don't kick him to the curve, what a bunch of schmucks. Uh, I'm sorry to say, what a bunch of schmucks if you're going to keep them kind of people in there. And then next thing you know, you're whining and crying that you're being called a motorcycle gang. I'm just saying, man, that that was just uh, (laughs) messed up. So we've got a hero in Chicago, a female officer. Chicago police officer is being hailed a hero for going above and beyond the line of duty, jumping into Lake Michigan on Thursday to save a drowning woman. You know what? At that, I don't know if a lot of you know Lake Michigan, but it's some dangerous shit over by Lake Michigan, especially by the break walls. And you fall into Lake Michigan by them break break walls, you're usually dead. So this is kind of interesting. I don't care if she was a cop on this one. That takes some fucking nuts right there to get into that lake. Well, she knew that the Marine unit was on its way, but there was still, it was in in route, but it's still several minutes away. Uh, And there was a lady that was standing there saying that they think she was in there 15 to 20 minutes already. So the cop decided to go ahead and jump in herself. And this was, and you'll know the location. She jumped from North Avenue Beach Pier into Lake Michigan to save a 26-year-old woman. With uh, with her, she did remove her vest and her duty belt and her shoes, but she jumped in to say over at North Avenue Pier. Yes. Yeah, that's a bad spot over there. You actually got a picture on that pier when you were in high school. Mm -hmm. That's North Ave Pier. Yeah. And once you get that far out, the undercurrents are really bad out there. Well, I guess the officer said that the currents were so bad that her energy itself was starting to fade by trying to get out to rescue this woman. 
but she said she thanked her mom for all the years of swimming lessons because she was able to reach her hand out and wrap her arms around her. She went under, but she was able to pick her back up and hold on to her to get her within a minute of her grab finally grabbing on to her. The rescue boat did show up and grabbed both of them. And yeah, it's, it's dangerous. You got to watch You know, I know the oceans are bad with undercurrents, but the way Lake Michigan with, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Uh, Billy Parker put that club on blast Portsmouth, uh, motorcycle club out of Ohio. We're hoping they do the right thing, but yeah, you know, you got to give her credit for doing that shit. Cause that pier is bad with the break walls. Yeah. And she said that, uh, and it don't get warm that water that good. No. On the beach it does, but more out towards the inland, it gets fucking cold out there. And the officer was being thanked even out in the water by the lady saying, thank you for saving my life. And the officer, she said that it was probably the best moment in her career. And she was uh, glad she was able to be there to help this woman. There you go. Good stuff right there. Good stuff. Good stuff. You got to get, you know what? When you do something good, you got to give it to them. You got to give it to them. You do. Mm -hmm. So then we got a bad one. Go figure. Yeah. Authorities Thursday publicly identified a 34-year-old woman who was fatally shot last week in Oceanside, allegedly by a romantic partner who killed himself hours later following a multi-county pursuit and exchange of gunfire with law enforcement personnel. Oops. <laughs> Oops. See, that's the thing I don't get. Why kill yourself? Why don't you go out in a blaze of glory, man? You already started it. Go out in a blaze. That's just like men. You know, that's why they want, they want to have heart attacks and die having sex. That's the way they want to go. Me, not so much. It's not, it's too much work for me. I don't want to have a heart attack with some broad on top of me. No. I wonder, though, if they get... You I, wouldn't be going out with a smile? No. I mean... Because most of the time when you have sex, you're not smiling. Oh, can you imagine the look on somebody's face when they pass off, pass away during sex? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> It'd be like the weirdest face. You know what would be even more sucky is you're blowing your load and then you have a heart attack. That would suck. Like mid-go? mid, mid -go. Yeah, mid-go and you're blowing your load and next thing you know... Uh, you're dying and your face is like all Ugh. you gotta grab her and stuff like that because nobody ever talks about a woman dying during sex no it's always the it's always the men it's always the guy you know what i have a question for the men man uh you know you know how we sleep we wake up and you're you got a heart on what the fuck is that man you got morning wood you guys does that hurt when you pee with that and it's like dude was <laughs> i even there for this what the fuck <laughs> Now, my question is, is, do you guys have that every single morning? Not every morning. But most? Sometimes, yeah. So what were you dreaming about? I don't know, man. Or what? What was going on? I always told you our dicks have the mind of their own. Well, obviously, if you're waking up and it's standing at attention and you're half dead. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? 
you must not have finished in your dream. I guess not, man. <laughs> I guess not. Does it hurt when you pee? Yes. Like how bad? <laughs> <laughs> how bad does it hurt when you pee with morning wood? It sucks. <laughs> bad is bad. Yeah, it's bad. It sucks. So do you got to That's it? why it's very important if you, your old lady sleeps with you right next to you if she sees morning wood, it's time for her to kick into action. It will save you. It will. She has to start bobbing on the knob even though you're you know sleeping. It helps you out. You guys got to, you girls got to help out, man. You got to do your part. This is why I'm glad we sleep in separate rooms. You know, you see morning wood, you got to do your thing. I see morning wood. You're sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need me to do? <laughs> uh, let's I see. see you every morning. Hollywood. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Hollywood and Mike show coming up on Monday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, you're going to see a lot more fun on that show. And uh, we're not going to be talking about MCs and stuff. We're going to be uh, talking about fun stuff, kind of like over here, like we got on uh, uh, the Motorcycle Madhouse. I think it would be really cool, even though the little fucking prick called me a boomer yesterday. I and saw. I'm, I'm Generation X, man. I ain't no fucking boomer. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, Mike? <laughs> Uh, Beezer, morning wood is an indicator for your woman to suck start your day. I believe that. <laughs> it's called no. We're going to push start your day by pushing you out of the bed. Go deal with your own shit. I ain't no damn Hindu, man. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? You don't push start me. I ain't a Volkswagen. <laughs> Come on, the car won't start. Everybody push it. As a woman, was that was that a freaky experience for you to see a morning wood? You just woke up and you I seen a tower. I wake up and I look over and the sheets are standing up. Yeah, yeah it's kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of <laughs> awkward. It is. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyway, we're going to go right here again in about 10 minutes. We're going to have the Beat Can podcast uh, with uh, Danny D'Lo, Mike Ball, China Dow, myself. Uh, it's going to be a good one, man. I'm always I'm having more fun in the mornings on that one because I'm wide awake and stuff like that. Uh, am I supposed to be offended by being called a feminist? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what a feminist is, right? Bunch of dykes. Um, no. I, you know what? I was going to cover. There's uh, you to look it up. It's called the uh, Dykes on Bikes. It's a new motorcycle club or something for dykes. Yeah, you gave it to me. You're like, here's a news story. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I'd have too much fun with that one. That's why I didn't do it. So no. stay right here. And uh, coming up again is the BCAN podcast. Uh, we'll be back in about 10 minutes. We're going to take a break. Uh, it's going to be good. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. 
All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our week 